Welcome to the podcast Unsaved Stories. I'm your host and my name is Henrik Johansson. And this podcast is created by meyou.one. Welcome. So, welcome to a new episode of Unsaved Stories. And today I have a lovely person named Dana in the studio. And she has a very special story to tell. So we were listening. And uh, as usual, Dana, what is so important in your life of all those things that you have, that if I take it away from you, I threaten you and you really don't like it. Oh my God, that's scary. It's a scary <laughs> question, right? That's I always, that's question. the first question. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's a good question to start an interview from. It's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I was thinking about that actually. Mm. So, well, of course, everybody would say that the family is the most important thing. For, yeah, the family is also very important for me. Yeah. But uh, the support of the family is very important for me. Yeah. Uh, the support uh, which helps me to move forward. And, Great. Uh, to decide what I want to do in my life and to move forward. So mm. I really need that support. That's fantastic. And maybe if you take that away from me, I wouldn't be able to do much. No. I would have so much strength, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I love to ask that mm -hmm. question. And I think your answer was uh, was beautiful because that is like 80% of what we are talking about, what we are thinking about and what we are doing comes from the values. Mm -hmm. But if you just ask people about their values, it gets like, I don't know. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> but, don't know. <laughs> yeah. But if you ask like, what's most important? So family, but for you, it's it's support. I think so. But yeah. I can do anything for my family. Mm. I will I will have really good connections within the family so we support each other and this is yeah. how, like how we're going to so Dana I understand that because you have moved to another country so yes. tell us a little bit about your background please my background okay I currently live in Japan in the city of Yokohama wow you know where's that <laughs> It's I have no Tokyo. clue. <laughs> oh, close to Tokyo? <laughs> yes, it's close to Tokyo. Okay, great. Yeah, so I'm originally from Latvia, from Riga, and from the from Purtsiens mm -hmm. district, if you know. It's uh, on the east coast of uh, the Daugava River. Right. This is where I'm wow. originally from. Yeah, I was uh, at school, I was really interested in Asia, in Japan, in China. I was studying Chinese martial arts. Uh, I liked anime. I tried to study the hieroglyphics by myself. It was so exciting. What? But I, I just have to stop you. Why? <laughs> yes. From Latvia and then suddenly it <laughs> like a passion for Asia? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's hard to describe. I don't know when it started. No. Well, I, uh, well, I first uh, started to do karate when I was six. Cool. Uh, then I was able to count till 10. In Japanese, when I was yes, six. good start. <laughs> then I forgot about it. Uh, then uh, when I was around twelve, I, I, the first Japanese animation I watched was Sailor Moon. Yes, it was uh, in, on Russian television. I liked it so much. Yeah. 
then uh, then it, so it was a sequence of series and then the uh, the next series uh, when the german german channel rtl2 uh-huh then i started learning german in order to understand the anime really <laughs> yes <laughs> then you have a big interest then yeah, you have so, a passion yeah yeah, this, yeah really so i really also um, i had a passion for german as well because of the anime so i was uh, sitting in front of tv watching it uh, with a dictionary and i was writing out all the new words i heard and then after the series ended i looked up all the all the new words in the dictionary and i studied them so Amazing. it really is hard wow then yeah then somehow from anime my interest has shifted to japan in general so i wanted mm-hmm. to know more uh, i started uh, to uh, there was no internet at that time so we didn't have i didn't have internet at home or so so i was looking uh, for the articles uh, in newspapers uh, in magazines and so oh on. yeah uh, yeah i was cutting them out and uh, and then i had a, a notebook where hmm. i would put all, all the information i found i was drawing uh, the flowers and so i was wow. collecting yeah, yeah, all the yeah. information about japan and china and so on so i, I really like that uh and it was already high school. Uh, then I tried to study some Japanese by myself. Then uh, there were open doors day at uh, the University of Latvia. And uh, I, I went there together with my classmate to, to see what faculties they are, what, what possibilities yeah. we're going to go to study. Uh, yeah. And then I learned that uh, there's uh, the faculty is called Asian Studies. So I said, whoa, that's something new. <laughs> cool. Yes, uh, so I thought maybe this is where I should go. This is, then the, somehow this passion uh, yeah. it, it developed and I wanted to know more. So I mm. thought that maybe I could turn my interest into my profession. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And that was inter- really interesting. So um, when I, uh, w- it was time for me to choose the program, yeah. uh, my grandmother told me that uh, it doesn't matter what you study, as long as you have a profession. Ah, then good my, advice. My, yeah, my mother, <laughs> my mother told me, uh, I don't care what you study, as long as you get the budget. <laughs> <laughs> we love to hear that as a student. Yes, keep yes, the budget. <laughs> yes, keep the budget. So I could, I wasn't able to get in the budget place. Uh, I, I got into Japanese philology yeah. uh, in a paid group. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I mean, when you're in Latvia, uh, it's not a profession. Well, studying Japanese is not a profession in Latvia. What can you be? What, what kind of work? Yeah, what can you do with Japanese? What can you do with Japanese in Latvia? But at least uh, I liked it, and I was really eager to study it. And uh, my, my, my friends supported me because I liked it, and they saw that uh, I'm interested. In. So I just have to ask you because mm-hmm. I teach a lot about things always should come from the inside out and not from the outside in like mm. we don't view the world actually from the outside we watch we watch it from the inside and all the time when i hear people like you that have such a strong passion for something mm. and i started to ask you like what's so important for like in your life so this must be one thing that this passion for asia for uh, the culture for the language and and all of that do you really have like experience that this is actually from the inside of you? Or do you think it actually came from the outside? Maybe in this case, I think it came from the inside. 
mm. in everything that was connected to, to Japan at that time. So I was interested in everything. I was eager to try everything that was connected yeah. to Japan. Well, I I, th I think you're right, so, and I think um, it's so yeah, it's it's amazing yeah. because then it's so easy. So even when you have the, I, the like you said, like what do you do with Japanese in Latvia, mm. in Riga? But you yeah. come up with good ideas, and now you are in Japan. Well, yeah. So um, actually, I did a lot with Japanese. I, I did everything I could with Japanese language in Latvia. So I was teaching Japanese. Uh, I worked as a guide, uh, as an interpreter, as a translator. I guess that's it. Uh, that's all you can do with that's Latvian language. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody does it. So all the students, uh, well, not all ah, of them, most yeah. of the students, this is mm. what they do. Of course. And this is, was the only image of work possibilities that I had in front of me. Right. Uh, then I was so eager to go to Japan. I don't know why it, it was. I was, I was, I would have done anything in order to yeah. get, get to Japan. You see? Uh, that's great yes i was i applied to all programs i applied to all scholarships uh, i applied anywhere i could in order to get uh, to, to get the chance to go to japan so uh, my first program i got to it was a it was a really cool program by the way it was an international youth summit mm -hmm. in japan so they um, um so they gathered 15 young people from different countries yeah. To talk about peace on earth. Oh, <laughs> in beautiful. Japan, in Japanese. We love that. <laughs> in Japanese. It, and I studied Japanese only two years at that time, I think. Okay. So after two years of study, my level was uh, like nice to meet you level. Oh, that's and good. I, that's like yes. my Latvian. <laughs> yeah. So, and with, with this Japanese level, I had to stand up on the stage and make a speech about peace on earth uh, and then we had another topic of global warming and <laughs> that oh, kind of stuff oh, in oh, Japanese oh, oh. Well, that's deep shit oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I didn't realize it at that time when I applied I was just oh I'm going to Japan <laughs> yeah oh yeah I love it then I, then I arrived then I arrived and then it said oh that's oh. what I applied for <laughs> <laughs> I, how did it go? Uh, did did it you stand well. up and did a, a good? Yes, I did. Uh, I had course, a choice. Well, well, I had a choice. I could have quit, but uh, that would mean losing, right? Mm. So at least I, I came. So I, I done all I could. And in one month, so the program lasted one month, uh, we went uh, to Tokyo, Kyoto, Nagasaki, and Sapporo. Wow. We talked to many people, went to schools. Uh, we talked uh, with like Hibakusha. Bakshir, uh, the people who experienced uh, survived the bombing in Hiroshima yeah. and Nagasaki. Boy. So we talked to those people who remembered those things. Wow. And we made we made reports and speeches on those topics, uh, and we are not allowed to speak any other language except Japanese. Boy. So in a month, I was speaking fluent Japanese. So do you think that that is the key, right? You were a little bit pushed and forced, and then you just have yeah. to speak it. And yeah. yes, you just you want to survive, right? Yeah, you have it's no an choice. instinct. <laughs> so, if you have no choice, then you have to do it. Yeah. So, if you want to study foreign language, go to a place when they where they don't speak any other language, and then you have no choice no. just to speak. It. That's, oh, that's great! I should practice that works. when I'm in uh, Latvia because I always get away with English. <laughs> you know? Yeah, maybe it's a, 
um, maybe if you go to some really, really far away village and uh, yeah. talk to grandmas, I think they won't be yeah, able to yeah, speak yeah. English, so that they yeah. won't be able to practice. <laughs> yeah, I need a, a babushka teacher. <laughs> yeah, babushka teacher. But the Latvian would maybe some, some bit specific, not very, uh, yeah. but it's okay. Uh, well, so okay, so but, so after that uh, program like one month only japanese and you were speaking it and and you become much better yes. what what happened yeah, uh, much step? better then i applied uh, for a, a one-year exchange program in the city of yamagata and i went for a year that was the happiest year of my life mm. so far wow and so uh well first of all i was uh, i was on my own i could do whatever i want in a foreign country in a foreign country <laughs> and i lived with my parents until then all the time and i didn't have my room uh, i was living uh, the, in the living room all the time on the sofa right. yeah. until 20 years of age hmm. that's, that's quite confusing especially when you want to change your clothes this is yeah especially when you're a, a teenage girl right. yeah 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 <laughs> and then i ha i had my own room just wow. imagine that i was so happy to yeah. have my own room and I could go whatever I want and come back at whatever time I want. Oh, that's freedom. <laughs> that's freedom. <laughs> yeah. So I got this, the experience of freedom for the first time. Mm. And I knew that I have this one year and I wanted to, to experience as much as I wanted, to, just to take as much as I want from this year. Uh, I, uh, I went to like four clubs at the university. I danced Japanese traditional dances. Uh, I uh, started uh, traditional martial arts, uh, calligraphy, uh, all arts, uh, kibana, uh, any, anything I could get my hands on. Oh. Uh, I would spend, I, I would be like from maybe 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. at the university studying for something. I was just so passionate about it. Yeah. Then uh, when I was, when my, um, uh, when this year at Yamagata was coming up to an end, I was already started planning my next. Uh, and now you want to stay, up. right? I think so. Well, yeah, you because now you have like the first month and then like a year and. Well, I wanted to learn more. There's yeah. still so many things I still wanted to learn. So I wanted to continue studying. Hmm. And I was, I understood that I'm really interested in Japanese traditional culture. So I wanted to know more about the traditional culture. So the best place to study the traditional culture was Kyoto. Yeah. It's the old capital of Japan. And uh, well, all the like, deep tradition comes from, well, not just Kyoto, maybe Nara and the Kansai region so from there. Yeah. So uh, uh, then I chose my next university. It was the Kyoto University of Education. Because at that time I was planning to teach Japanese in Latvia, so I think so. I thought that uh, well, becoming a teacher would be a good option. So yeah, one option, right? Yeah, one yeah. good option. So I chose that university, and what I really liked about the university that uh, there was a temple nearby, the Fushimi Nari Temple. Mm. Yeah, it's a really famous one. Well, if you go to Japan, you should definitely visit it. Right, it's my favorite temple. Right? It's not a temple; it's a Shinto shrine. What's the difference? Well, it, it's not a temple. It is uh, a temple. Uh, Buddhists have temples. Okay. Shinto, Shinto is a traditional religion of Japan. They have shrines. Okay. I learned something new. Thank mm -hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> but usually it's so mixed. Uh, so sometimes ah. you cannot actually tell. Huh. Uh, usually inside a Buddhist temple, there's a, a small Shinto shrine. And inside a big Shinto shrine, there's a small Buddhist temple. <laughs> 
So in Japan, it's really, really all the religions are really, really mixed in Japan. So you yeah. can divide them. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so that was my favorite place. Hmm. Then uh, I continued studying culture and language. Then I started uh, along with Japanese music and I continued with the martial arts. I was really into Japanese martial arts. I traveled all of them. Uh, the music, koto, shamisen, uh, taiko, the traditional Japanese drums, uh, traditional Japanese dancing, uh, kimono. Uh, oh, wow. This, this is like wild because I can <laughs> understand the, the sport and the mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> karate and, and the tai chi yeah. and, and mm -hmm. like all those kind of things. And, and religion, of course, it's always around the corner. And like, but the music... I, sorry, yeah. the music from from Asia sucks. No, <laughs> maybe the drumming is cool. I you don't should, know. The drumming is really cool. You should watch it. You should. So drumming, I love drumming. Japanese yeah. Japanese drummers type something uh -huh. like that on YouTube. It's so amazing. And sometimes they also come with concerts uh, to Europe and to Latvia as well. It's so uh, the Yamata drummers. Uh, I think they came to Japan like a famous group uh, wow. to Latvia. It's really really exciting how they do it. Uh, and and uh, the koto, the sounds of koto, it's uh, like a, like a I don't know how long instrument, something like harp. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bigger, two meter, Strings. two meter, two meter long mm -hmm. one. Uh, and I really love the sound of it. Uh, so it really like helps you relax when you uh. hear it. So you type in Google and uh, to all music. our listeners. Hey, mm -hmm. Google a little bit music from Japan. Koto. Yeah. Koto. Koto. Or ko yeah, Koto. Uh, it's uh, the, the string music yeah. instrument and uh, the drums. Uh, and also like, a very interesting instrument is uh, shakuhachi. 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 It's a, uh, um, uh, how, how do you say it? Uh, it's an organ, uh, mm. um, small, uh, how to explain it? So you play it with your mouth, small one. A lot of you play it with your mouth. Yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it. The sound is really interesting. Oh, we really Google really it. We will find it out. Mm -hmm. That's good. I, this is amazing. I mean, I never heard a person so absorbed about <laughs> uh, a culture. And, and, and uh, we started asking about values and, and those kind of things. Mm. And now when I'm listening to you, I understand that language mm. for sure, like communication must be very, very important for you. Culture, mm. like you have a lot of, of things. So I, I'm not a big fan of talking about goal setting because I think mm. that is like a little bit too much of it. But vision, dreams and mm. visions, I love to talk about that. And uh, you said you went for a month talking about peace on earth and <laughs> global <laughs> things yeah. about nature. It's like you are really like in a person with a lot of experience and like, what do you see in the future? Like as a vision for society and, and when you mix the cultures from Latvia and Europe and, and, and Japan and all of that, what do you think is important for humanity to have like a vision? Oh my God, that's such a yeah. complicated question. Yeah, it's deep. <laughs> it is deep. Yeah. Can I answer that later? 
<laughs> that's that's a beautiful answer. <laughs> I love it. Because otherwise people are answering like, well, peace on earth or something like that. <laughs> no, so, peace on earth is a, it's something we need to, to strive for. Yeah. But it's just something we need to strive for, I guess. Yeah. Do you think we actually is communicating more over borders and countries and like do things will happen in the future? Uh, you mean by the internet? Maybe. By the internet, yeah. yes. Yeah. By the internet, so there are no borders anymore. You can communicate with anyone anywhere. Yeah. At any time. So that that has been a little bit weird now under the COVID year. That mm -hmm. physical, uh, we, we physical, we cannot like move or travel so much, but we mm -hmm. can travel more than ever on internet. Mm -hmm. So it's like two kind of words. Yeah. Yes, it's a different world, but it's still it. it I really lack uh, this human human communication. Mm. Communication human to human. Yeah. And in Japan, there's also a lockdown. Mm. Uh, so we have this uh, state of emergency. It's already the full state of emergency. Mm. And uh, there's a, an, another state of emergency now during the Olympics in order to, for the people not to go to Tokyo. Yeah. Um, well, I was trying to avoid Tokyo as much as I could. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's weird to look at the Olympics and you see it's like new people there, like watching, yes, or a few, yeah. but not mm -hmm. many. Like... By the way, I'm currently participating participating as a volunteer uh, at the at the judo. Yeah. So wow. I've been there twice already. I, so behind good the for stage. you. <laughs> good for you. So, if you don't have the vision uh, of the of the like the big picture and vision for the future, what will happen with you now? Are you stuck in Japan? Will you stay there and? for the rest of your life or do you actually want to come back to Latvia or Europe or I wouldn't say I'm stuck <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a bad word sorry <laughs> it, it's it's my choice it was my choice well uh, I think I stay for a while at least so I've been in Japan for more than 10 years so far. Uh, that's a lot yes after my studies I worked in, in two Japanese companies uh, for nine years right uh, so yeah, so I wanted to learn more about Japanese culture, so I continued studying uh, Japanese corporate etiquette. Oi. Uh, yes, uh, then then I got a permanent residence, and this this was really big goal for me. Mm. So I was working in order to get this permanent residence. Uh, then after that, we bought an apartment, we bought a car, we bought a cat. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll stay for a while. Yeah, I will. I will not say you're stuck in Japan, but you choose it. It's your choice. That's yeah. beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you are a really good uh, role model for a lot of uh, young guys around. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, my company that I have together with my beautiful wife Eva Miu Dot One, we are working a lot with young people. Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs and students and etc what what good advice can you give to a young person in latvia a young person in latvia yeah. mm. it's interesting uh, maybe uh, i want them to know that they have a lot of possibilities yeah and beautiful they, they can they can become whoever ever they want to become hmm. 
if if they, if they want to go somewhere, you just you just do it. You just you just go. It it、mm. might be scary for the first time, but, but you need to do the first step.、Uh, if you if you、um, if you don't manage to do it,、uh, if it goes bad, then it's okay. Then it's your experience, and gaining experience is very very important. So you got the experience, and next time would be better. Donna, that's beautiful. Yeah, I totally agree, and I think that is a really good advice. And it's one of those advice I really like because it's simple. You can be and you can do whatever you want. And it's like, really? It's like, yeah. yeah but、actually. then the problem is, whom do I want to be? Right? Yes. What do I want? Exactly. Yeah, and maybe it's not a problem. Maybe it's just like something you have to figure out. <laughs> Yeah. And you have to work on that. You have to think、yes. about that. Yes. Good,、mm-hmm. Donna.、Thank、it was、uh, it it was beautiful to have this、uh, conversation with you, and、um, you. for sure we will come back because I want to、uh, talk some more about the sports、mm-hmm. that you are into because、oh. we are also coaching a lot of athletes and and do that.、Okay. But that will be another time.、Sure. So for right now, do you have anything else you want to say to our listeners or? We leaving the big vision for the world that was like too much. <laughs> We take that another time. Okay, maybe let it be the last. Yeah, and, and I wish everybody happiness、oh, and health. Yeah, that's good. Okay, thank you so much. And by the way, shakuhachi.、Really、is, I remember that. So shakuhachi is、uh, like a long flute, like a big flute. Now you got it. When you stop to think <laughs> about it, it arrived. It was a flute. <laughs> Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and we have to remember to Google the music. Yeah, we、mm-hmm. will. Okay. Thank you so much. That was the interview with Dana. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Unsaved stories. With me, your host Henrik Johansson. And as usual, if you have questions or want to give us some feedback, please email us at info at miu dot one. And remember, take care of yourself.